The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Iran Brook Show, and you're listening to the Blaze Radio Network. Let's set this up first in terms of the challenges that we face. Then I want to talk about how we got into this situation, because it's, it's, it's pathetic that we're even facing this situation, and then uh, what actually can be done. So let's start by the fact that South Korea, which is uh, you know part of uh, what I would consider the Western world, a uh, rich, uh, relatively free country, and that is an ally of the United States. We actually have troops in South Korea, and you could argue whether that's justifiable or not. I would say not, but but we have troops there. We have a defense alliance with them. But South Korea is the largest city, Seoul, South Korea. I was actually there uh, this last spring in June. I was in Seoul. Seoul, South Korea is a, is a, is a massive city of, of millions and millions of people. And um, Seoul, South Korea is obviously the largest city in South Korea. It is uh, full of uh, skyscrapers and condo buildings and houses and homes and, and just and just millions and millions of people live there. Seoul is 25 miles from the border, basically 25 miles from North Korean artillery. In addition uh, to that, North Korea's artillery is then 25 is set up depth-wise, 25 miles deep into North Korean territory. So there's some artillery right there on the border, some artillery a few miles back, all the way back to 25 miles. And they have thousands of pieces of artillery, thousands of pieces of artillery, all facing Seoul, all that can reach Seoul. So let's say we decided to take out the, the, uh, the nuclear capabilities of the North Koreans. And let's say we could take out the North, the, the, which is a question. I have no idea if we can or cannot. My assumption is we, you could certainly with a nuke, but uh, maybe with bunker buster bombs, you could get most of their nukes and you could destroy them. But let's, let's, say, let's say you could do that. You could take, uh, the, the estimate is they have 30 bombs. Let's say you could take all 30 bombs out. Then you've got to deal with artillery because artillery immediately is turned on and it would flatten Seoul. You would have hundreds of thousands of casualties. Hundreds of thousands of casualties. Now, I, I'm, I'm making some assumptions here. One assumption is that the artillery works and, and I'll get to that. But, but assuming the artillery works, and you have to make that assumption at least initially, hundreds of thousands of casualties on the ground in Seoul, maybe into the millions, given the firepower that North Korea has, even without its nuclear weapons, all targeted at this major city, a city that does not have uh, expansive bomb shelters, that does not have the capability to shield millions of people. And you're not a city you're not going to evacuate in advance of a U.S. strike. Uh, there is, there's no clear path. Um, given that. So you've got this. Now, some would say, well, why doesn't the U.S. take out the artillery? Well, one, because there's so much of it. There's just such a huge quantity of that artillery. Second is that all over North Korea, uh, but particularly along the border, the North Koreans have what is called a, um, uh, it's a, it's a ground-to-air missile protection. Something like uh, the Russian equivalent of uh, what's called the S-300 
or what in the, uh, the U.S. version is called the Patriot system. These are very sophisticated systems that are supposed to knock airplanes out of the sky, that make it extraordinarily difficult to fly, uh, to fly missions and to take out the actual artillery that is, that is pointed at Seoul, South Korea.